0: This is the Chronically Well Podcast, Episode 2, with special guest Brittany Winsit, starting us out on our Chronic Illness Kick-Ass Series.
1: I'm not owed a biological child because of my anatomy, and I think that you can't get mad at that, you can't get mad at yourself, you can't get mad at anyone. So, if I don't have kids, but look at all the other things now I can do.
0: Whether you have been following Brittany for a while over at Celery in the City, or you are just hearing her name for the first time today, you are going to want to tune in because she's going to share with us all about her history with blogging and writing, she gets very honest about her struggle with infertility and chronic illness, and she may just be one of the funniest people I know. So tune in, you're in for a treat. Hello friends, I am so excited to be interviewing Brittany Winsett today of Celery and the City. You probably have seen her over on Instagram as well, also at Celery and the City. So thanks for being here with me today, Brittany. Yay!
1: Yay. Yay! I'm so excited, mostly about your pink glasses. But...
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty excited about them too. Yay. They're not crooked. I this need time. some big
1: time. <laughs> we both have problems with glasses being crooked on our face. We have crooked. Yeah,
0: crooked ears. Yeah. So, I really would love to just start out um, by having you share a bit of your story. I know you mm-hmm. have a lot yeah, <laughs> that that's... you could share, um, but where do we begin? <laughs> <laughs> I guess let's start a little bit with your. when it all like the health stuff yeah the health stuff when it began um so yes
1: okay so I was a really healthy kid to be honest I didn't have any problems I was probably on an antibiotic one time it wasn't one of those kids you know the kids that are like always Mm -hmm. snotty and Mm -hmm. sick like I was not that kid um and I was always really healthy and then somewhere in my late 20s just everything went downhill Mm -hmm. and it was shocking and surprising and confusing yeah And, um, so it kind of all culminated when I was about 30, like right after, um, I had planned a wedding in three months and I was working a stressful job and I was building my wedding photography business and everything just kind of was getting to a very stressful point. And I think my body just eventually kind of gave out. It's like, that's enough. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, um, then it was trying to figure out you know, what was wrong? You know, why do I feel like I'm like 95 and I'm 30? (laughs) And, you know, why do I have all these issues? I had so many different symptoms. I couldn't even name them all. Um, And it was like, they just kind of came out of nowhere. And so that was just, that was where it's like, where do I start? And that's what I've been figuring out for the last six years is going from that point to where I am now with figuring out what's wrong with me. How do we, you know, get better and how do we move on and try to get back to a normal life?
0: Yeah. 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 Um, so you have um, a lot of different mm-hmm. diagnoses. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Would you
0: care to share a handful? Yeah.
1: So <laughs> I would say, you know, you know, when you start going to holistic doctors and stuff, you mm-hmm. find out more about yourself than you oh, really yeah. wanted to.
0: Oh, yeah. Too you much. Know? So much. It's like
1: you get down the testing rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. And, um... I got all these different diagnoses, but I think the main one that really um, probably meant the most was Epstein Barr, because that really helped me realize why my immune system had failed, why my body was struggling so badly with energy, that contributed to my adrenal fatigue, because my body was okay. just constantly fighting against this virus that wasn't under control. So that was probably one of the you know most helpful. diagnosis that I had. And, you know, you got SIBO, you have adrenal issues, thyroid issues, all these things. Mm -hmm. But they all kind of go hand in hand. Your body is like dominoes, you know? I mean, so it's like one thing goes wrong and then everything kind of like follows along. So that's the problem. Then you're in this mess where you're like, okay, what's the original issue here?
0: And sometimes you don't realize anything was going wrong until it's the culmination of everything right, because our bodies yeah. adapt we get yeah. so
1: used to being tired and just going mm-hmm. caffeine you know and just we're getting just old like, oh you yeah. know you know you're raising kids or mm-hmm. you know whatever you're doing and it's just like oh yeah i'm getting older you know i just you just kind of your body's amazing in how it adapts to feeling crappy mm-hmm. and you just don't realize um you know until you get to the point where your body just can't adapt anymore yeah. You no know? more, right? Yeah, yeah, and it just kind of gives up. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry that you
0: <laughs> had to go through <laughs> well, all of that.
1: It is what it, you know, but you
0: are obviously a voice of help and reason to a lot of people who are going through I similar. Hope so, issues. You, I mean, you that are.
1: was that was kind of what I was hoping would be the good out of the mess. Yeah. you know, mm-hmm. was that I can? It was such a long and. and arduous and expensive journey for mm. me to to find the right doctors and the right tests and get to the bottom of it that I was hoping I could help other people save some of those steps. Yeah.
0: Because yeah. I know
1: so many people are dealing with the same types of things.
0: Mm-hmm. You know? It's crazy when you go out there and mm-hmm. find out how many. Yes. How very many. Yeah. yeah. It's um, well, on that, if you could go back and let's say, you know, maybe talk to yourself or to someone who was going through all of this, like Mm pre-diagnosis, Brittany, what would you tell her or what would you tell them?
1: I would tell her and them, Um, (laughs) appreciate your energy. You won't always have it. Mm. Um, and don't waste it on drama and toxic people and trying to be perfect. So good. <laughs> Love that. Uh, yeah. Enjoy your life and diet matters and lifestyle matters and just all these things that, you know, you don't realize when mm-hmm. you're in your 20s and you don't realize when you're growing up, no one tells you these things no. and you don't learn it until it's too late.
0: Yeah. I thought it was perfectly okay to eat oatmeal cream pies. And great pop every day.
1: Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I literally, my entire 20s was boxed wine. (laughs) Um, Whatever TV dinner was the cheapest that week. Mm. And, you know, like just pots of watered down coffee. Because I never did like the taste. But I just (laughs) (laughs) needed to be able. Yeah. And staying up till 3 a.m., you know, Mm -hmm. and just writing and doing whatever I was doing. I mean, it was just a mess, you Mm -hmm. know. And all of that didn't help. Because it just sets your body up for total disaster, you know, at some point. Yeah. When it just can't, it can't manage it anymore. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, Well, thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so let's take a little break from the diagnosis stuff and talk about some fun stuff. So you do a lot of really cool, amazing things. So um, tell us a little bit about that. You do photography, writing, you have a successful blog. Your Instagram account is killing it. You're supporting lots of people there. so you're doing all these things. Am I leaving anything out here? What else are you doing? No,
1: not really. Okay. I okay. mean, I sleep a lot. too. That's, I feel like an accomplishment these days. I feel like yeah. people just don't get enough sleep.
0: This but is true. It's one thing to be happy about not having kids. I'm, I'm happy for <laughs> you. I'm not happy for myself right now. Um, do you have a system or like a schedule for balancing all of these things? Because I know for me, just trying to balance a few of the things that I'm doing that can be hard. Don't so, say a few.
1: You have three kids. I yeah, okay. It's not a few. Uh, the, mil- the million <laughs> yeah, the, a the things, million things a I lot. have going.
0: It's impossible. So yeah. how do you make what you do work?
1: So here's the thing. You know, if you're going through health issues or just in general, if you're a person who just doesn't have a lot of energy or a lot of bandwidth, you know, you have to – Um, Be realistic with yourself. Mm -hmm. So I no longer try to do everything at all times. I don't try to conquer the world. I try to do what I can do and do it well. So that means since I'm a wedding photographer, from May to October, I'm very busy with that. So I let everybody know, listen, I'm not going to be blogging very much. I'm not going to be as active on Instagram. I don't, you know, Mm because I devote all my time to my clients and editing and all of that. And then in the winter, it kind of switches. Yeah. And that's okay. okay. That's cool. You know, and I've never been a person who people are very into, like, scheduling, and I got to post every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Right. You know, people used to be really into that. And back in the old days, like, when I had a blog, like, 15 years ago, it was like, if you didn't blog for two weeks, people are emailing you, like, are you alive? <laughs> okay, but it's different now. You yeah. have social media. So you can keep in contact with people always without yeah. having to blog all the time and all this. Yeah. So there's not, like, such a pressure, I feel... So I just blog when I'm inspired, mm-hmm. when I have time and energy. Because mm-hmm. if I'm just dragging. And you put a
0: lot of effort when you do blog, I've noticed, because it's yeah. like. They're lengthy. They they're... No, but they're good. They're full of. They I wouldn't say they're even of... that long. They're just very well thought out. You link to lots of different mm-hmm. helpful things. There's lots of photos, yeah. obviously, you're a photographer. Mm-hmm. So there's effort put in there, I can tell. Yeah.
1: I was never one of those people, even back in the old days, before blogging was really that much, and I was just blogging about my life. I was never one of those people that came on and was like, fed my dog today. today." (laughs) You know, it's like I always wanted it to be either it's going to make you laugh, it's going to help you, it's going to, you know – Strike some sort of emotion yeah. in you that like I wanted it to gonna be resonate something worth yeah. something. I don't want to just put my time out there for nothing. I so means for lunch, yeah, yeah. My yeah. blogs are a little bit more lengthy. They're in depth. They have resources, you know. So when I write a blog, it's like a big deal. So I'm not just gonna, you know. So I have to have the time. I have to be in the mental space to do it.
0: Yeah, and I would say your Instagram posts are kind of like little mini.
1: They are mini blogs. blogs. And that's how I do it. That's how I Mm -hmm. keep up with not posting as much. Yeah.
0: So you've been blogging a long time. I have. Where did you start? I'm sorry. This is not a question that I (laughs) gave you. How long ago did you start? What platform were you on? I'm just curious.
1: I started on MySpace. Um, oh, yes. So if you're, you know, millennial, you don't get that, but um, good for you. You don't get it. So, you know, MySpace was really like a social media platform that had a blogging option. It was cool.
0: And they it had music cool. playing. You could have like a profile song. It was beautiful. It was, it was pleasant. Cream. It was like walking into Borders. Borders has gone now, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. We're so but old. I, I know. No,
1: I loved Borders. That triple <sighs> hot chocolate. Oh, man. I that was so like... good. And then you
0: could just walk up to the stand and put on the headphones and listen to music. Is it do. just
1: me, or do you really miss, like, bookstores?
0: I miss them so much.
1: I'm so sad. I will not get a Kindle. I will not get into that madness. Never.
0: No. no. No.
1: Something about a book, and... Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't read them. I just don't like having it's them. A, it's another
0: dimension. You don't read your books.
1: <laughs> no, I never read. But I just love having. So that's them. why you need to have
0: them physically. Paper books.
1: I like being surrounded by them. Mm-hmm. I like going and writing in a bookstore. You know. Same. Oh, uh, it's so
0: good. Well.
1: Yeah. So anyway, I started on MySpace, and then <laughs> it it was just really word vomit, just just venting about everything. It was just I awful. Love your. And, you know, it was really kind of a way to communicate with people you were dating. Like, hmm, wrote a blog yeah, today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Some oh, gee. jerk. Gee, some jerk said this to me. <laughs> yeah. Can you believe?
1: Can you it? imagine? Um, just very <laughs> vague, you know? Um, but not really. Yeah. So that was some the first blog, and then it morphed into um, like a WordPress.com blog, oh, okay. which was like, you know, you. It weren't self hosted, but it yeah. was just kind of like you know, he just had a blog, but whatever, it was through WordPress. And then I got self hosted, and back in those days, you had to do coding and learn how to make it yourself. I am so impressed with It was that nuts. Did that. bananas. Um, but I just was broke, so I had to learn how to do it. <laughs> um, and then, uh, now I'm, and now I'm, uh, graduated to self-hosting and Squarespace and all that and it's beautiful much. so much easier. it's
0: beautiful if you haven't checked out britney's you guys have blog. it so
1: easy these days starting a blog you have no idea
0: yeah well i everyone said that to me <laughs> it's kind of hard i did blogger before it was bad oh no
1: Mm-mm. it was
0: really bad okay you are we're going to completely completely change gears here
1: Mm
0: -hmm. um but you are pretty open Mm -hmm. very extremely i would say open about your yeah (laughs) especially with your struggle with infertility Mm -hmm. on your blog and i think a lot of your listeners your readers your followers really resonate with that and um come to you because a lot of people don't talk about it Mm -hmm. so i thought it would be a good one to bring up that's okay yeah okay um so, in one of your posts, you were talking about how your um, your blog post, you were sitting there at your ultrasound. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What happens next?
1: Okay. So, they were ultrasounding my uterus and the nurse, she kind of stops and she looks at me and she's like, so, I think there's two in there. And I was like, two of what? <laughs> two of what exactly are you talking about and um she was like two uteruses I'm like okay oh man what I'm like (laughs) I don't even know that is not
0: something you're expecting ever
1: no I literally I just they were ultrasounding for a completely different reason and I was like I was like what and so um she was like well, I'm gonna have to go get the doctor. She's, I'm like, okay, so I'm assuming this is a bit rare. And she's like, well, she's like, um, <laughs> they kind of talked to us about this in med school, but I've never actually, and you know, I've seen enough Grey's yeah, Anatomy yeah, to know yeah. that is, that means yeah. it's like very rare.
0: So I was like, okay. If they have to step out and get the doctor. Yeah. And she's, yeah.
1: yeah. She's like, not yet. um, she was just like so confused. So so that's kinda like how I found out mm-hmm. and then I had to go to specialists and all this. They had to figure out exactly what the abnormality was, what had happened. Apparently when you know when you're developing your uterus is two and then it forms into one and mine really? just never did. Okay. Um so two separate uteruses, literally. Wow. Um and they're just so small that they're just unable to carry a baby. Okay. And the, the, the surgeon was like, yeah, actually, if you would have got pregnant, it would have been very bad because it would have, like, burst and you would have oh. bled to death and died. Oh, great. So I was like, awesome. You know, I've just not known this for That's you know, cause terrifying. Because you get married, you're like, you know, yeah. whatever, let's let's have kids, and you don't even think about it. Yeah. So it's actually very good that I, you know, didn't get pregnant. but Yeah. We're um, glad you're still alive. Yeah. yeah. So it, I refer to it as infertility because I don't know what else to call it, but a lot mm-hmm. of people think, you know, Um, it's an issue getting pregnant, Mm. but you know, it's not, it's just, you know, something else. And I think there's a lot of different forms that infertility can have. And a lot of people, um, that haven't really read the blog think that that's a, that's some, they're always like trying to give me advice on how to get pregnant. I'm like, no, 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 it's not that. (laughs) What's the
0: best advice? Sorry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's not that kind of, um, infertility problem. It's like, you know, go get a Mayan massage (laughs) and have them rearrange your organs and all this kind of, I'm like, okay, um, so it's just, it's one of those kind of weird things. But now that I put it out there, I'm just surprised how many people have uterine anomalies. There's like yeah. 10 different types of really?
0: variations. So this is thing we don't, this is something we don't know as no. women. We're no. never told
1: that. Mm-hmm. That you could just not develop properly. And, yeah. yeah, you could just,
0: have two uterine. Mm-hmm. Uter- uterine. You
1: can also have it where it's like heart-shaped, where like you have a tissue in the middle, but it's still one, and oh. that's still a problem. You can't, oh. Yeah, there's all sorts of of things that can happen. But, well, yeah. Like
0: thank you for being open and honest crazy, about that. Crazy world of... Oh.
1: Uter- I don't even just
0: know.
1: Just when you thought
0: being a woman couldn't get any more complicated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You oh, end up so with... So
1: then there's that to think it's about. It's a uteri or uterus.
0: I don't know. I've okay.
1: never known. I still don't know. <laughs> okay.
0: We'll just go with... Nope. We'll just keep moving so we don't have to decide. Um, Next question. Uh, again, we're changing, changing mm-hmm. focus here a little bit. Okay. Uh, I talk... And write a lot about mindset Mm -hmm. and how I think it's kind of paramount to kind of moving forward Mm -hmm. not getting stuck especially um, with chronic illness Mm -hmm. but um, what you wrote about um, on your blog on infertility really resonated with me in a different way as far as you know because I felt uh, for a long time like I was so different mm-hmm. from everyone else. And mm-hmm. I just didn't like other people that mm-hmm. were normal. And it wasn't fair. Yeah. And you wrote, I'm going to read just what you wrote because it's so good. It's okay. Uh, you said, the way I see it, there's two options. Do you want to be the girl who is a continual basket case when everyone gets pre- when anyone gets preggers? Or the girl your friends feel like they can't even discuss motherhood around because it's uncomfortable? And also, you said, everything changed for me when I stopped dwelling on the things I felt I was missing out on and started embracing my fabulously free life. How long, I mean, I imagine it was really hard to Mm -hmm. get to this place of acceptance that Mm -hmm. it might have taken you a while but I just really respect the crap out of you for Aww. getting to that point because I don't think a lot of people do no, I they
1: don't you're right yeah
0: and I and yeah and it in every different way and I don't know that I could have um but I, I'm just curious how like could you tell me a little bit more about how you came to this mm-hmm. how long did it take Yeah. what thoughts did you need to change like yeah mm-hmm. so,
1: all my thoughts pretty much yeah. um yeah. so I mean at the age of 33 or whatever I was when I found this out, you know, I had seen my fair share of sad and weepy women, mm-hmm. you know, who couldn't get pregnant and they couldn't be around people who talked about babies and didn't want to go to baby showers or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, was this like personally or online or? Both? But just
1: even friends of mine that friends. were going through okay. fertility issues or, you know, yeah, a lot of people online. There's the huge, you know, TTC community and all this of people who are just. What is TTC? Trying to conceive. Oh, and, um, <laughs> and, you know, so it's like, I just, I didn't want to be another one of those people. Mm-hmm. I just was like, you no. know, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I had to come to grips with it. It did take a while. I mean, I did my fair share of crying. I did my fair share of, um, you know, questioning and wondering and just being confused. Um, but then I realized, you know, I'm not owed a biological child. Because of my anatomy I feel as women we kind of um, Have that misconception and I think mm. wow. that you can't get mad at that you can't get mad at yourself You can't get mad at anyone, you know, it's biology. Yeah, it is what it is Yeah, um, and so then you have to decide how do I want to live the rest of my life? Okay, I can be sad and regretful and, and upset every day of my life forever um, or you know um, can you start to appreciate all the things that you're able to do that maybe other people can't do who have kids? Yes. Not that you can't do it all, but for someone like me or for someone with chronic illness, you have a limited amount of energy. Yeah. You have a limited amount of bandwidth. Mm-hmm. So for me, I wouldn't have been able to do it all. Yeah. So if I don't have kids, but look at all the other things now I can do. Mm-hmm. I can pursue my dreams and I can travel and I can do all of these things and yes. I can be you know, more free and so it was just a change of perspective. So when my husband and I started kind of looking at our life in that way, you know, everything became fine.
0: Yeah, that's awesome.
1: It all just became okay. Yeah. You know, I have I literally have no animosity towards people who – all my friends have like four kids, you know. <laughs> so I, I have no animosity towards people who have kids or people who – I'm truly happy for them. I think it's great. I literally have – it's like my whole mind has changed yeah. and I'm really – fine with
0: it and that is such a gift to be able to have the time Mm -hmm. because you're right I mean maybe your voice wouldn't be heard yeah I mean ever if you yeah
1: that reminds me I was for some reason I put on steel magnolias the other day and I had never seen this movie, and I didn't really like it, to be honest with you. Julia this.
0: Roberts, right?
1: And and Dolly Parton. Yeah, okay. and there's a bunch yes. of people in there. Okay, it's yeah. really old. Whatever. I think I
0: watched it when I was, like, 12.
1: I'm yeah. trying to, like, watch all these movies that everyone's seen, you know, but I haven't seen, <laughs> right. like, Breakfast at Tiffany's and all these things. And I'm just like, I should watch these movies. You should watch Breakfast at Tiffany's. I did. It okay, was very good. good. Okay, good. Um, except for the weird landlord guy. It was very strange. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was, so yeah. I'm sitting there, and obviously I wasn't that into it. I was bored. I was starting thinking about Dolly Parton, and I was like, <laughs> she never had kids like I that's true why. so i googled it oh and apparently she had some sort of accident when she was on stage when she was like 36 what and she had to have like a hysterectomy from and, an accident on stage yeah some, something something must have been going on with her she would a hysterectomy wow so she was like you know she's been married to this guy since she was like 20 the same guy for like ever and she was, like, devastated. But she said, you know, now that I'm older, I'm so glad I didn't have kids. She goes, I I know I would have just devoted my entire self to those kids. I never would have this career. Mm-hmm. I never, she goes, and I can be everyone else's mom. Like, all my nieces and yeah. nephews, all my friends, you know, I'm, I have so much ability to do other things that people with kids can't. Yeah. And, you know, so it's just, it's just a matter That's of cool. how you look at your life.
0: Yeah. And from the perspective of someone who does have kids, when mm-hmm. you're trying to pour into other things, there's that constant guilt of... Of course. I I could be preparing them a Pinterest snack right now, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm writing. <laughs> so right, there's right. always a sacrifice mm-hmm. from something. Either sure. you want to be doing what you want. Mm-hmm. Not that I don't want to be with my children. Mm-hmm. I love you children. Mm-hmm. But... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean? yes, so the fact course. that you have the ability to do mm-hmm. that guilt-free, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool, too.
1: Yeah, and I'm, I wouldn't have the time yeah. to respond to instant messages and emails yeah. and all these people and, and try to help them through things that I've gone through and be a sounding board for people and just mm-hmm. to, to do that, which makes me very happy. I know I wouldn't be able to do that if I had yeah. kids. So it's, it's a trade-off. It's always a trade-off. Yeah. Of course, it's wonderful having children, but I think it can be wonderful not having them as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know. You're
0: an example of that. Mm-hmm. I love your writing style. Oh, stop. No, I do. Oh, boy. You're very conversational. You you make mm-hmm. your you make the reader feel like you're just kind of I don't know, it's like two girlfriends mm-hmm. like just yeah. hanging out in the room. That's
1: why magazine people don't like me. <laughs> because it's not like polished enough.
0: <laughs> you're too relatable. Yeah. You're conversational, yeah. but that's what people love. Mm-hmm. So, don't go with the magazines. Keep yeah. doing what you're doing. Um, I also love your humor. And oh, you. how you just kind of say it, how it is, your rants, mm-hmm. little <laughs> <laughs> your stories, um, your bluntness as you describe mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Um, I also read this. I have to ask you about this. <laughs> okay. I don't know if it'll stay in or not, but um, you once had a blog called Blunt Delivery. I did.
1: <laughs> people,
0: people thought you were selling marijuana. Well,
1: here's the thing. <laughs> when you grow up in a very sheltered environment, yeah. you know, and I went to a very... Um <laughs> private uh fundamental Baptist school. Okay. So, you know, there's the background. Oh yeah. Didn't know much about drugs. And <laughs> you know, it just never occurred to me that blunt delivery would insinuate that I deliver blunts. And I love it. I named it after that scene on the holiday when Jude Law is professing his love to Cameron Diaz and he's just like, I love you sorry for the blunt delivery. And I was just like, (laughs) you know, if we could all just be that yeah, clear no, yes. with each other, life would be so much easier. I
0: love the name.
1: Yeah. If I still have it, I still have that blog. It's just floating out there. Oh, I'm gonna ab- go look that it's up floating immediately out there after in the this. this. I mean, there—it's a mess. It's such a hot mess about my life in the 20s and all my relationships and craziness. But oh, well, we have somewhere else to go. Um, now. Yeah. So that's amazing. I named it that, and um, that blog was just sort of me finding my voice through no longer trying to be so perfect. Mm -hmm. I was so sick of the straight A, the type A, the everything with A, like the, the, (laughs) you know, the girl who just felt like she'd be perfect to make her parents happy and to make everybody happy. And I just wanted to talk about my mistakes and my struggles and everything like that. And that's what I did on that blog. And I didn't tell a lot of people I had it for a while. I kept it anonymous and then I was like, you know, screw it. And then... Yeah, Whatever. that's
0: the scary day when you yeah. say, hey, everyone.
1: Yeah. And so yeah. then that was it. And then after that, I just, I loved it. And people started relating to the openness. And so I kept it up.
0: Um. Okay, so you probably don't know this but now you do i am also italian
1: i feel like i did know that did you know Based that on your last name i'm just guessing oh yes <laughs> it, was pretty it used to be yeah, it, <laughs> yeah former
0: last name was Cacciatori. Yeah. um yes half italian kind of gives it away yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um all i know of italian uh is the weekly meals involving pasta yeah. lots and lots of pasta mm-hmm. which it was delicious and amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the only thing I know are Italian swear words. <laughs> so, mingya. Uh,
1: <laughs> I don't know any of those. You
0: shouldn't. Like, no, my you shouldn't. I had a very naughty, still have a very naughty grandmother who's in her 90s still swearing <laughs> in Italian. But um, I have two questions for you regarding your yes. Italian upbringing. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, did you grow up with typical Italian foods? And if you did, did you have any trouble adjusting to the new diet that typically involves no gluten
1: so yeah oh yeah there's no yeah. gluten at all um i'm not celiac but based on my endoscopy results Male was like yeah ax the gluten because you got all these polyps in here and we think it's caused from gluten so i was like oh right okay, you then. know when they yeah. tell you to do something you just do it yeah um so i haven't had gluten for like six years but um i grew up so my dad's side was italian um, my mom did all the cooking. So really it wasn't, but my mom's a carbaholic. Okay. And literally,
0: I mean, we were And would, Americans. I mean, it's not, uh, it's, yeah, it's just. Yeah. And yeah. we
1: would go around the grocery store. My mom would get a bag of donuts at, you know, and she would have it all finished by the time we were through the, I mean, she just, <laughs> so we had pasta all the time. And then, you know, for our holidays and stuff with the Italian family, we would always have lasagna. Every mm, you know, We yeah. still have lasagna every yeah. Christmas and loads of bread and all this stuff. So, I mean, I would say that was hard, but there are so many good substitutes now. Mm-hmm. Although I will say there is, and there never will be, a substitute for ciabatta bread. ever. <laughs> There's no way you can. It's so that. good. It is the best yeah. thing of life, and that is the one gluten thing I miss. But everything else, I feel like I found good enough substitutes um, that it's fine. Uh, the one thing that's that uh, that's not fine is cheese. You can oh. you can't replicate it. There's no, no substitute for cheese. Vegetable I'm sorry. cheese. That's it's just... why? <laughs> why would they even try? Yeah, this cheese it's great. It's uh <laughs> it's made out of peas and um, tapioca. Doesn't taste like peas or tapioca. No. Don't ask me how. It's monster. But it's <laughs>
0: it's basically monster. Oh so terrible. It's so, so true. I do oh. miss cheese. I miss cheese and sausage.
1: That was way harder than giving up I,
0: I still eat say. it sometimes though. You're you're much better uh streamline like It's only because
1: of... uh, What is that? uh, Straight edge. (laughs) It's it's only because of... It's kind of like, you know, when you... Like, if you saw the inside of your x-ray of yeah. your stomach and they were like, listen, this is what doing, gluten doing, you wouldn't do it. Right. You know no, what I'm saying? It's like when you have that little bit of, like, motivation, you know, yeah. it's different. If it was, someone just said, yeah, you should it probably give be... up gluten, then yeah. I, I probably would cheat yeah. all the
0: time. I was hoping during the elimination diet that <laughs> I stayed sick with <laughs> 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 gluten gone. You're like, Crap. See, it didn't work. I was better. Didn't work, yeah. Dang it. <laughs> um, second question is... Uh, you mentioned before that being Italian, and this was on your blog mm-hmm. in one of your posts, mm-hmm. uh, you imagined that you would have this big family. Mm-hmm. You and your husband kind of made uh, or talked about that in the past. Um, did that make infertility particularly hard for you because of where you came from? You can mm-hmm. talk about that as much, yeah. as little as you want.
1: Yeah, so I growing up, you know, I was like, okay, I'm going to have six kids. They're all going to be boys. i are going to have a little <laughs> league team. It's going to be great. Like, you know, growing up with, You know, I have uh, one brother who's, like, 10 years older than me. I was basically an only child. And um, I lived out in the middle of nowhere. I didn't really have any, like, siblings. I didn't have a lot of friends. I was always just like, I want, you know, a big family. Yeah. And my husband okay. kind of grew up in a very similar way. And um, we are the only hope for grandkids on either side oh, wow. of families. T- so, when no people, pressure. When, when people say, like, oh, you know, my sister only has one kid, I have so much pressure on me to have kids and, like, shut up. Yeah. Like, you don't even know. The understand. only one. Like, we are the, the only, only hope <laughs> Jeez. on either side. So, that was probably the hardest yeah. part about it all. Like, yeah. I can deal with it, but, like, telling them that was rough.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, um, and they get it, and it's it's fine. Like, there's, you know, but... Um, I'm sure they'd rather have a that living was, daughter than... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're, they're fine with the golden doodle for now. But, <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I'd say that was probably the toughest part.
0: Yeah. yeah. So I love everything about you, right? Well, oh, I'm going to start that over. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love everything about what you write. Um, oh. But my favorite post... I was, you know, preparing for sending you these questions, making sure I was getting a dose of everything, and I've read it anyway, but okay, so you wrote, you are connection, you crave it, you feel lifeless without it, you are the fine line between introvert and extrovert, it changes depending on who you're with, certain people light a fire in you and you're always searching for more of them, deep conversation turns you on almost as much as passion. You have no use for surfacey conversations and relationships. You want to go deeper. You crave realness, raw emotion. You are misunderstood. You value meaning over money. You'd rather scrape by doing what you love than thrive through compromise. Materialism is bullshit. You view the world boldly. Conventionalism makes you cringe. Full of endless questions, you want to understand things and people deeply so good. It's so weird hearing it's something so you wrote. It's so good. I probably should have had you, you read it. No, that's what I should have no, done. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but immediately when we met, and this might be kind of weird, I might be making you feel uncomfortable right now, but no. I felt kind of an understanding that we both kind of got mm-hmm. what one another were doing. Uh-huh, and I it's so good. I feel like
1: <laughs> other creative people just Get each other. Yeah, there's like a code. Yeah, there's like an understanding. Yeah.
0: Um, so you mentioned at the beginning of the post that your biggest fear is a normal life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this we differ slightly because my biggest fear is of dying young. <laughs> oh, <laughs> or from heart disease or <laughs> yeah. skin cancer. Yeah. Any of those things, I worry a lot. Um, but other than that
1: <laughs> other than that,
0: we're on the same thing. Other than page. that. I'm so with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so also, thank you for swearing.
1: <laughs> You're welcome.
0: <laughs> Making me – because when I read other bloggers that swear, I'm like, oh, thank God. Don't, like,
1: I mean, if you like swearing, be sure to tune into my Instagram stories. Because okay. I swear I love on your, the regular.
0: Oh, your Instagram stories are so good. <laughs> they are, like, professional. If you want to find someone who does the best Instagram stories, oh, watch morning. Britney's. They're so good. Okay. Uh, and I've actually learned a lot from them. Thank oh, you. Um, but – so, yes, thank you for the swearing. My question is, do you ever feel disappointed by conversations with Only
1: people? all the time.
0: <laughs> I thought you were going. You got me there. Um, You're going a different that,
1: way. That's kind of why I like social media because – So, you tend to get a lot of people that you connect with that are just like you Mm -hmm. because you kind of gravitate toward one another. And then I feel like people get very deep very quick because, like, when you meet someone in person, it's like you have to warm it up. You got to get through the It's kind of like dating. Yeah. You got to, huh? And then it's like, are they really being them? And it's, huh? But when you're on social media, it's like, I feel like people just get right to it. You know, they Mm -hmm. talk about their biggest, deepest problems and everything. And, you know, because it's like, it's sort of anonymous, but not really. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you can connect with, and then when you meet that person, it's like, you've known them for years. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like, you know, and, but yeah, sometimes when you meet people it's just the serendipitous thing. Like I feel like we just had that connection right away and some people it's just not and it never will be. But mm-hmm. I just I can't do surface, mm-hmm. I can't do acquaintances, I'm not trying to collect friends. <laughs> I'm just trying to have some few yeah. friends that really matter and that, you know, it's like I'm so open and honest, like if I don't get that back from people, it's like I'm just talking to myself the whole time. I'm yeah, like, okay, what's the point of it? Yes, yeah, this?
0: yeah. No, yeah. There's can't. no intimacy. Yeah. No fluff, please. No. Um, thank you. And I yeah I, have you um, I don't know I do this a lot and I don't know if I'm alone in this
1: probably you're the only I, one. I,
0: it's just me <laughs> but like that fluff like or maybe you'll anticipate like you're gonna go on a trip with people or you're gonna like spend this special mm-hmm. evening with some girlfriends mm-hmm. and it's like oh this is gonna be so good like we are gonna connect and it's just it's, <laughs> it's, it's not just, like, and then the worst it's like
1: ever. oh yeah And I kind of feel like it's a waste of time yeah like I, I do feel like it's a waste of time like I have a few girls that I get together with on a regular basis and it's always like we always just go deep, you know, like That's right awesome. away. And we yeah. just, it's always like, what's going on with you? What's mm-hmm. going on with you? And it's a very like trusting, you know, very, and like that is what I need in life. Mm-hmm. I need like deep conversation. I need to, you know, I I truly like care about other people. Like I care about what's going on with you. Mm-hmm. Like I, you know, I, I want to know people on a deeper level. Like it's just something that, it's just a part of me. Like I grew yeah. up that way. My parents were always every single night we'd have like deep conversations, you know, about whatever was going on in my life at the time or and I think it just that's how I grew up, you know. And so. it explains your writing mm-hmm. perfectly. Yeah, that's, and that's, and that's there you probably are. how I ended up writing the way I <laughs> There
0: guess, you go. Huh? Well, thank you for making me not feel so alone. No, <laughs>
1: absolutely
0: not. Um So we live in the same town? Mm-hmm. And uh, good old Rockford, yes. Rockford, Illinois. Um, it is making some gains. We have more creatives that are kind of mm-hmm. climbing out of the woodwork. Clawing
1: their way out. They are
0: bloody <laughs> and <laughs> mangled, but they are. Yeah. They're climbing out of it. Um, and we've talked before about how it's still really kind of weird here. Like if you tell someone you're a writer, hmm they're like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> what? Like, well, people used to always say to you when I would say that, you write. Oh. Hmm. So what do you write? And I was do like, you write well, you know, like yeah. everything in life that you read, someone wrote that. Right. Like they it's like they've never even heard of this yes. job before. It's like.
0: Did you see that book?
1: Yeah. I'm just like, what do you mean? Yeah. What do people, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I often have to legitimize, I feel like, my writing with other uh, profession uh, yes. and I so then I'll name that mm-hmm. and then I'm like but, I, but then I write so anyway mm-hmm. um have you felt any pressure living where we do to conform to kind of that certain nine to five way of living mm-hmm. um yeah and I guess how like how if so how do you how did you break out of that because you did a long time ago um, and obviously you're, you know, losing your job, probably had something yeah. to do with it. Um,
1: I feel like for sure that it's not an easy place to be a creative. Yeah. Um, Rockford was known as the manufacturing hub of America. Screw city. For many decades the How do you say that? Um, it's not exactly a mecca for artists. Right. You know, so I, I get it. And I, Is it? <laughs> wait. So, no. <laughs> just bulb. realized yeah, um, shoot I need to move so I definitely find myself leading with photographer instead of writer or blogger do you? I feel like that's a little bit more acceptable yeah um because it's like oh okay yeah photographer fine I, I get it yeah the blogger it's like Whoa, do that, that other weird
0: stuff in your spirit
1: <laughs> yeah it's so yeah there's definitely just kind of a weird it's kind of a weird place to be a creative person yeah it's the struggle is for real we're fighting here we'll be bruised (laughs) and we'll be battered but fighting the (laughs) battle we'll keep going
0: um what would you have to say then let's say somebody's listening to this Mm -hmm. from Rockford or a small town or somewhere um not so artistically minded Mm -hmm. what would you say to them if they really want to do something they love but they feel like confined by what
1: they should Oh, well, you need to read a blog I wrote called Ooh, yes. Freeing Yourself from the Prison of, what is it called? I can't even remember what it's called. Oh, they could go to
0: your blog and yeah, they could search. Yeah, it's like,
1: it's like Freeing Yourself from the Prison of Expectation or something Oh, that's like that. good. So it was like, you know, Perfect. just you really have to screw what other people think or care, you know, I mean – Everyone who's like a famous actor was always like, Yeah, my parents wanted to die, and they just thought that this was the worst idea in the world, and mm-hmm. now they're like millionaires in there. You know, so it's like at some point, you just have to be like really comfortable, and you just have to get confidence. Yeah, it's that's all about the thing. Confidence. It is confidence
0: because yeah. otherwise, you feel like they, th- so you have to not care what mm-hmm. they think, yeah. and then you have to like, feel yeah you have to feel like mm-hmm. okay I'm I don't think that I'm the coolest yeah. person in the world because that's the first thing people from yes. the midwest think is like who do you think you are yeah like <laughs> you've got a blog right. and yeah. you're writing <laughs> yeah who do we think we are yeah
1: yeah so you have to have the confidence of like yeah I am a blogger mm-hmm. and don't you wish you could sit at home in your pajamas and make so, money yeah. off of it yeah <laughs> it's awesome you know what I mean but I'm don't, not don't any say money that but yeah. I'm saying you just have yeah. to have the confidence of like yeah that is yeah. what I do yeah I do mm-hmm. I do that it? Yes, That's awesome. I respect that. Yeah. I mean, you just, you literally, like, at the end of the day, like, you just have to, you gotta, you cannot spend your time on other people's opinions and thoughts. Mm -hmm. Or you'll just lose your whole life, Mm -hmm. like, to that. Yeah. You know, just just be, just be. Own who who you you are. are. Mm -hmm. Love it. Yes.
0: Okay, so we're gonna do some rapid fire questions. Oh, okay. You can say skip if you don't. I can always okay. like cut. So, okay. um, currently, what is your mantra?
1: I feel like I'm on what's that show? Actor Studio, <laughs>
0: where the guys like the old creepy favorite
1: swear word, go,
0: <laughs> and he's, he's gonna <laughs> murder you after. Yeah, yeah,
1: he's gonna murder you out back. I won't kill you, even okay. though we are in my dark basement. <laughs> It's kind of creepy day. <laughs> it's really creepy. Okay. Um, what is your current mantra? Um, don't feel bad for feeling bad. Ooh. So, like if I'm tired, I lay in bed. And I used to be like, Oh my gosh, it's a nice day. Like I hate myself, mm-hmm. I hate this, I hate that I'm sick. You know what? It's like get over it. Mm-hmm. Like it is you're you're where you're at and there's good and bad days. You can't push yourself when you're trying to heal. Yeah. So for me that has been huge in just accepting that's yeah. okay. It's okay to have days like that, and it's okay, you know. Sometimes I have really productive days. Mm-hmm. It's all okay. Give yourself some grace. Yeah, that's awesome. We just live in this this world that's just too much. We expect too much.
0: Mm-hmm. We know. should be doing something. Yeah, at every, all times,
1: every single second. Yeah. I hate the word hustle. Yeah. I wish hustle. you would have asked me what's my least favorite word. Hustle. I hate it. <laughs> what's I think your it's least destroying favorite? Destroying everybody. What's your
0: least favorite word? Good thing this mug doesn't say <laughs> hustle.
1: Um. What is my word? Did you just <laughs> check to make sure? <laughs> I was like,
0: <laughs> What is your favorite word?
1: Oh, my favorite word. Your least favorite word. Blunt. Oh. oh. <laughs> Blunt. Okay, we're moving up.
0: Um, what word do you always misspell?
1: Besides misspell, because I spell that. Did one. I, I, I think misspell I spell that been. one a lot. Yeah. Rhythm. Oh, that's that a hard one. That is the one thing. That's the one time I'm happy for autocorrect. Yes. Is when it comes to rhythm, everything else it screws up beyond it's that, repair. It's
0: that H and that Y. It's where do you put where, it? Before
1: or after? You right.
0: know. The, I, don't, I don't honestly know. <laughs> Yeah. We, we would need to... is a bad
1: one. <laughs> it's a bad one. Um, best Rith- movie. Rhythm's going to get you. Um, best movie. Holiday?
0: What delivery? I love the holiday. It. Okay,
1: but... Um, and I love Christmas movies. That reminds me Love Actually is definitely oh, in my top so five. I love the story, how it all... We, the message, everything. Um love Actually is. I did see Titanic 11 times in the theater, but that was more for Leonardo DiCaprio Same. than it was Same. the movie. Every girl. Yes. Yeah. Now, I love a little... Little known movie called Only You. Oh, I love that movie. From the 80s. And it all takes place in Italy, so of course I love it. It's very cheesy, but you guys have to watch it. Robert Downey Jr., Melissa Tomei. Yeah,
0: I will second that. Oh, Go watch it. It's one of those movies, every time I'm sad, I just pop it in and it's just, I love it. I've got a lot of assignments to do tonight now. I want to rewatch that one. It's it's been too long. We should watch it together. Yes. Oh, I love it. Okay. um with gluten (laughs) gluten
1: free (laughs) pasta it's gonna be grand fake cheese (laughs) no fake cheese we'll just skip the cheese unless
0: you want it we'll do some pea cheese okay um the worst movie
1: there are so many options i don't know um i honestly can't think but like i did just watch downsizing and it was horrendous like matt damon just made such a bad decision with that i can't that's that's disappointing terrible um favorite quote So I've always been obsessed with this quote by Gilda Radner. I told you about this one time. Um, And after I found out I couldn't have kids, I had uh, it kind of took a new meaning, and I got part of it tattooed on my arm. And since I'm type A, I wrote it out because I have a bad memory (laughs) Um, because everyone needs to hear it. Yes, read it. Um, I wanted a perfect ending. Now I've learned the hard way that some poems don't rhyme. There's that word. Mm, And some stories don't have a clear beginning, middle, and end life is about not knowing having to change taking the moment and making the best of it without knowing what's going to happen next delicious ambiguity oh, it's so, so i got delicious ambiguity on my I arm have goosebumps it's so good,
0: right? <laughs> i love it quote. and no one's ever heard
1: of this quote it's, and it's so good been my yeah. favorite forever I'm... if i ever write a book don't steal it that's gonna be the title of yeah, it. yeah
0: no one take that yeah, that I is reserved it. for britney's mm-hmm. book i love it um so good Okay. What are you? Well, you're not reading. No, nothing. <laughs> so
1: what are I you hate currently reading. reading. I do so much health research. I hate reading. But,
0: like, but podcasts. You do podcasts.
1: I do podcasts. So what are
0: you listening to? Um, I, I
1: listen one. to. I like the Lady Gang. They're funny. Okay. Um, they're just kind of like lighthearted. Um, the Juicy Scoop. She like just basically dishes all the dirt on like all the reality shows it's totally mindless (laughs) we need Um, that I need mindless sometimes but yeah I do a lot of like ones that are for learning you know health ones and different stuff but it's just like sometimes I need a little bit of a break from that this Mm -hmm. is like I read I do so much research and so much writing the last thing I want to do at night is read a book yes I'm over it yeah you know
0: you need your yeah and if too. I
1: read it's non-fiction I'm only interested in what actually happened to somebody I'm not interested in like.
0: I am a non-fiction reader too yeah, I'm not interested in I used novels. to be a fiction
1: reader me too I really? boxed our children were just oh that was what I started jam with. yeah Green Gables love it oh but yeah no, yeah not but anymore
0: I feel like did that change when you
1: got sick no okay. it just changed like somewhere in high school I mean, okay I got all the way through college as an English wow. major without reading a book really <laughs> So impressive! <laughs> I, mean,
0: I feel like that should be your book, I,
1: I, right? I mean,
0: how I got through college without reading a book. I feel
1: like that's all one. an English major is—is is how to get through <laughs> all of those assignments without reading books because nobody—it's terrible the that's stuff they amazing. make you read, Beowulf, all this kind of stuff. You're just like, <laughs> what? And what am I doing with my life? Right, and now and that was pre-audiobook too, so. Uh-huh. <sighs> Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, it was. Thank you for reminding yeah. everybody how old I am. pre audiobook well, I
0: think say. I'm probably older than you, yeah, so
1: well, I rent the books from the library in those days. <laughs> All right. What mm. creeps you out? Everything. <laughs> I can't I can't even watch like the commercials for scary movies. I'm that creeped out I, by everything. Like yeah. go and do your haunted ghost tour, whatever, <laughs> leave me at home. I don't want any part of it. I don't like it. Why do, uh, two things I don't understand in life? Why people like being scared and why they like their mouth on fire when they eat something? Oh yeah. Why do you like spicy food and why do you like being scared? <laughs> I feel like they go hand in hand. People who like but, spicy that's food true. like to be scared. Yeah. All weirdos. Every and I person don't like I know it.
0: that likes spicy like food it. likes to be scared. Mm, they're not my people. They're they're uh, adventurous <laughs> souls.
1: Yeah, no. <laughs> no way.
0: All right. Uh, this might be similar, but biggest pet peeve.
1: People who can't discuss things like adults, oh. like agree to disagree, mm-hmm. which basically I feel like is pretty much the whole country right now yeah. is, my, is my pet peeve. Oh, yeah. That I also don't like when people eat dairy around me. And oh, this is stories, good to know. You know t- okay. Yeah, because it's like they don't know how to do it right. It's like you can't. What's the right way? You can't like take a bite of ice cream and then start You just looked over my shoulder. <laughs> no, I thought there was a cat. Or something. There was something lurking After in, our scary in the shadows. I mean, we are in a dungeon <laughs> we down here. It's There's things not- written on the wall from the previous owners. <laughs> the like- people that were trapped down here.
0: Sig <laughs> <laughs> S- Sigmund lies here.
1: <laughs> yeah no it's like you can't take a bite of ice cream and start a conversation oh yeah like you just can't like a milkshake and people are like slurping it uh-huh. and then like you know i just can't yeah. everything to do with dairy products people need to just go in a room and eat it by themselves do it privately i just can't i can't i can't <laughs> drinking milk and the worst thing is when they drink it with like meals oh. like pizza like i was saying in my stories the other day i had a whole rant about this like like you can't <laughs> you one. can't drink milk with pizza no like it's just it's the worst and we, you know we train kids to do this it's our fault we do it's, it's our because fault we give we them we raise them with the milk <laughs> and you know it's just no i can't take your well i do not give steam. my
0: children milk with their pizza so oh, I, help, I hope i hope i'm doing God. a good thing for <laughs> humanity the future of humanity okay Brittany. yes thank you for being Can my me. friend Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for being my
1: first podcast guest you are it was my honor oh, no it, it was it was mine someday when this is a famous podcast oh, yeah. i'm gonna yeah. be like guys go check out episode number one (laughs) it's gonna be two sorry sorry (laughs) you're the first you're the first guest
0: but you're the second episode go check it out (laughs) (laughs) and they will they will it'll be the best one okay um well thank you for being here and I want everyone to know how they can find you so yes so where do they go
1: if you want to find my blog, you go to celeryandthecity like sexandthecity.com dot um, I'm also with the same name for Instagram and for Pinterest and for Facebook. <laughs> that makes it,
0: that's easy. Yeah. Mine are different for couples. So uh, yeah, I good. don't,
1: I don't mix it up. I keep it yeah. very simple, um, you know, and, uh, every day on Instagram I'm doing ridiculous stories. I try to teach people a little bit, make them laugh a little bit, mix it up.
0: They're good. You it's should, good. you have to watch Britney's stories.
1: Yeah. Come hang out.
0: I have, one confession to make before what? we sign off yes i thought your last name was celery for the <laughs> what? Last time. i thought it was britney celery no you did yeah, not did. <laughs> did. what because erin well, what i should probably shouldn't say this because someone said <laughs> that oh Britney celery and she was like
1: oh yeah yeah well, and see, i was like oh, britney calls me celery. celery when i meet people in life and they're like in real life and they're like This is really creepy, but I follow your blog. Whatever, it's like they recognize me. That's amazing. They call me Celery, and I'm like, it's so funny. Even when I order stuff, like at Thrive, they'll be like, (laughs) Celery, smoothie's ready. It's like, so yeah, it's just kind of a little nickname. Okay, well, I'm
0: sorry I was wrong on that. I'm used to. I did find out from friend what it was before today <laughs> well, okay <laughs> so all right well thank you for being here yes, you guys thank you go so go find britney's stuff read it listen to it yeah, follow her counts.